Hello and welcome back. Today's topic is how should I structure multiple businesses. Now, one quick housekeeping item before we get started. Just a reminder, in almost a month, we're going to have our free live webinar, 2022 Tax Strategies to Ensure that Business Owners Pay the Least Amount Possible. You can sign up for that, taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash webinar. And as well, again, in, in almost two and a half months now, we have our Small Business Tax Savings Summit coming up. You can learn more at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash summit. So let's get started with what today's topic is. How should I structure multiple businesses. And let's be honest, entrepreneurs are always thinking about new ideas. And this is why you often see successful business owners have many different businesses, oftentimes in completely different industries. And so a question that comes up often in our free Facebook group, which by the way, if you haven't joined yet, go into Facebook, type in small business tax secrets, answer a few questions and join. But a question that often comes up in our free Facebook group stems around this idea of how to structure your business when you have multiple businesses or entities. And so that's exactly what we want to talk about today. Now, for our discussion here, we're strictly talking about operating businesses or, or basically businesses that you are active in. If you have rental businesses or passive activities, that would be a separate conversation. So this is for active businesses, businesses that you're actively participating in. And I also want to stress that we are looking at this from a tax perspective. We also recommend talking to an attorney to ensure that this fits well from a legal perspective perspective as well. So let's talk about first, what options are available to structure multiple businesses? Before we dig too deep, we want to talk about those possible options. Option number one is a main management company with DBAs for separate businesses. Option number two is a main management company that owns separate LLCs. And then option three is separate LLCs owned by you individually. And when we're talking about this, you know, kind of figuring out what is the best structure, let's also remember remember this idea of an S-Corp when we're talking about this setup. We talked about an S-Corp uh, the previous two weeks, along with a full series we did last year. So revisit those episodes if you haven't already. It was an episode on what is an S-Corporation and when should I or shouldn't I not become an S-Corporation. Then we also had our everything you need to know about S-Corporation. So in our show notes, we'll have links to a blog post for today's episode. And within there, there'll be links to check out those previous episodes if you have not already. But the setups that we talk about here will typically assume that you would qualify and want to implement the S-Corp setup at some point in your business. So ultimately, if it is decided that an S-Corporation would make sense to you to help minimize self-employment taxes, we want to ensure that any active business profits are flowing through an S-Corp prior to hitting you on your personal return. So keep that in mind. Ultimately, if it is decided that an S-Corp would make sense for you to help minimize self-employment taxes, we want to ensure that any active business profits are flowing through an S-Corp prior to hitting your personal tax return. So let's dig, dig into these specific scenarios. How does a management company with DBAs work? In this setup, basically you would have one main company that then has subsidiary companies underneath it that are simply DBAs or doing business as names. If you went with an S-Corp, that S-Corp would own those DBAs and everything would be filed under one tax return and then the activity from that would flow through to you personally. So we have an image of this on our blog post, but basically you have you would have, you know, 
Business one, which is a DBA, which is going to be a subsidiary of your management company. You'd have business two, three, four, however many businesses that you have that would be organized as DBAs. Again, which those DBAs would be a subsidiary of your management company. That management company you would own 100% of in that management company, all those DBAs would flow through to that management company, which is typically an S corporation. And then that all the activity combined would then flow through to you personally. Now, you can either have one of your main entities act as a management company or create a brand new management company and have the various businesses be DBAs. Ultimately, it would result in the same from a tax standpoint. You would just need at least one corp or LLC that is taxed as an S corp and that would be your management company. Uh, now, when talking to an attorney, they might advise against DBAs depending on liability things. So, as there, you know, because there might be no protection with if you just do the DBA setup. So, we always recommend talking to an attorney with the setup to make sure that it aligns with kind of what you need from a legal standpoint as well. So, let's go to the second one. How does a management company with subsidiary LLCs work? Now, this is going to work very similar to the one that we just discussed, except now instead of having having you know a simple DBA for the other businesses, you are now organizing them as an LLC, and that LLC, the various LLCs, would be one hundred percent owned by the S corporation. And since the LLCs are 100% owned by the S corp, the activity from all of the LLCs would flow up to the S corp tax return. And then all entities combined would flow to you, flow through to you personally via that one S corp that's on the top. So again, you'd have business one, two, and three that would be set up as an LLC. That LLC would be owned 100% by your management company, which would be your S corporation. So the, the activity of all of them would eventually flow through to your S corporation, which would then flow through to you. Again, you would want to consult an attorney, but typically the nice thing about this setup is that you are now creating protection between the businesses through those separate legal entities. So that's typically going to be the advantage over just the, the straight DBA. Now, you might think, well, that seems like a lot complicating. It's really not that complicated. Again, in our blog and in the show notes, we have kind of an image to show how this looks. Basically, the idea behind both of these strategies is that all income is passing through from all your business activities, passing through that S corporation and one business tax return prior to touching you. So how does multiple businesses in separate entities owned individually by you work? Now, in this scenario, you would simply have each entity owned by you individually with no use of a management or main company. And the biggest downside to this setup is if you are utilizing an S corporation, because in this setup, if you want to utilize an S corp, you would need to have a separate S corp election for each entity. That would also mean that you would have to run payroll for each entity and you would have to file a separate business tax return for each individual entity. So this creates added costs and complexities, which is why we typically steer folks into one of the previous mentioned options, where we're where we're only in the previous options, we are filing one S corporation that has all of our businesses wrapped into it, even, the, even if they are separate entities, that's fine. But eventually, at the end of the day, when we file a tax return, all of those entities is, is wrapped into that one S corp and then flowing through to you. But if we own all those entities individually, we could have an LLC taxes and S corporation in business one. Business two could be an LLC taxes and S corporation. Now we have separate LLCs. We'd have to run payroll for both of them. We'd have to file a separate business tax return for both of them, which just creates that added complexity. So again, let's let's kind of go back to the main question. How should you structure multiple businesses. And and our recommendation, and this is just generally speaking, of course, everyone's going to have different scenarios, but generally speaking, our recommendation is to have one main company 
that is your S corp. And that main company would then own your other entities, whether that's DBAs or LLCs, so that all activity would eventually flow through to your S corp, which would then flow to you. Now, this allows for only needing to file one S corp tax return. And you would also only need to run payroll to yourself under one entity, that main S corp entity. Now, when you take owner draws or distributions from all those subsidiary LLCs, you would send them to the S corporation because the S corp owns those entities. And then from there, you would handle paying yourself as the owner. So that's typically our setup and recommendation is to have one S corp at the top that has the ownership and all these other entities underneath it. Now, we also recommend running separate business or separate bookkeeping files for each entity to create that separation. So I'd also include having a separate business bank account for each entity. And then you can see that flow through and have that bookkeeping file separate. And this is going to be especially important if they're, if they're separate industries. Now you can also run them under one bookkeeping file and then have separate classes. If you're using QuickBooks online or separate tracking categories, if you're using zero for each entity, so you can still report and see a profit and loss from each entity, even though at the end of the day, they're going to be wrapped into one tax return. So that entities are creating those tracking categories and zero works well, but oftentimes can create more mistakes. If you're just unfamiliar with, with doing that type of bookkeeping. And you should always consider not only the tax considerations, but also consult with an attorney to ensure the setup makes sense from a legal standpoint. So that's just something we want to kind of make sure that both of those align well. And if your business is still small or not making a profit, you can do the same setup and just hold off on the S-Corp election until it makes sense. But at least you have that setup set up correctly. So again, our typical structure that we recommend is having a management company. It's a main company on the top. That's going to be your S corporation. In any other businesses, whether it's a DBA, whether it's an LLC or anything like that, any other businesses you have are going to be separate entities that are 100% owned by that S corporation. And then so that means that you can have separate income statement and balance sheets and everything for those separate entities. But at the end of the day, they're all going to roll into one main tax return for that main management company. Now, when we talk about this, you know, much of what we talk about here is when you own multiple businesses that you're 100% owner of, or your family's 100% owner of. However, what about when you have other partners? And so the S corporation and main management, main slash management company also plays well with this idea too. And we actually did a blog post and podcast episode on this a while back that I definitely recommend checking out. It was how should I structure my business with multiple owners? Uh, Again, in our show notes, there's a link to this blog and there'll be a link to that one as well. But ultimately with an S Corp as your main management company, it would work very similar to the DBA or LLC subsidiary setup. You would set up the entity that you're our partner of as a partnership. That's just a form 1065 partnership, but your ownership in that entity would be through your S corporation. So instead of you owning it personally, your ownership, if you have partners, your ownership in that partnership would be your S corporation. That way you are still ensuring that any business activity you have is flowing through an S corporation prior to touching you. So what that might look like is you might have a management company or S corp on the top, just like we always talked about that you own hundred percent individually. Now let's say you have business number one and that's a partnership. Your ownership percentage would be owned by your S corporation. Now let's say you have business number two, and this is a business that you solely own. And it's an LLC that would be a hundred percent owned by your S corporation. Let's say you have another business that's maybe a solely owned DBA. That would be a hundred percent owned or a subsidiary of your main S corporation. So again, it's that same idea where we have one main company that's an S corporation. So all of this other income and activity is all at the end of the year being combined into one S corp tax return prior 
to to kind of getting to you personally. Again, if you have not checked out our last two episodes on S-Corps or our entire series we did on them previously, you're going to want to check them out. Is, is that S-Corp is going to play a role in the, into the proper setup. And if you have any questions on this or anything else related to accounting or tax, remember you can join our tax minimization program and have unlimited email access to our team to ask those questions along with so much more. We have that tax strategy library and training, our bookkeeping training, uh, private Facebook group, our monthly group training where we deep dive into strategies. We have discounts and so much more. But again, my favorite piece on that, on our tax minimization program is that access to our team. You have unlimited access to our team. Can I deduct this? Can I deduct this? How do I set up this in my business? What does this entity structure do for me? Those are all questions you have unlimited access to our team. So if you're interested in learning more about our tax minimization program, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. So hopefully this was helpful, kind of answered some questions on how to structure business, especially if you have multiple business entities or DBAs running on your business. How does that look like from a setup? And again, on our blog post, we have some diagrams that kind of show what this looks like. And a final reminder, if you have not signed up for our free webinar, make sure you do that now. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash webinar. And our summit is coming up. Again, that's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash summit. If you're a podcast listener, you get $100 off using promo code podcast taxes. That's all I have for this week. I want to thank you again for listening to another episode. If you love what we're doing here, please leave a review on wherever you may listen to us and I will see you all next week.